what's up <laughs> um here with i don't even know what episode this is do i have a booger i'm looking at myself in the, is that a booger? no that's my yo i don't know what's going on right now if you're watching me on the video um on youtube and you're not listening i thought i had a booger in my nose and it was my nose ring that I've had uh, for the last, you know, three, four years in my life. So <laughs> if you're wondering uh, where my brain is at lately, that's where it's at. Um, I apologize. This episode completely got away from me. Normally I upload episodes at 12. Uh, normally I have them already, but just expect within the next couple of weeks, um, especially since we're nearing the end of the semester and I just started a new paid internship, um, that I'm focusing on and stuff like that. Just expect me to not be on time with these episodes. Um, you will get them. They just won't be on time. So there's that. Um, in this episode, I just want to, um, kind of give you all right well here's here's the story right this is where i'm at um to get to this point that i'm at right now in life like career wise and schooling and um life coaching and everything that i'm doing or that i plan to do in the future I have pivoted a lot and I want to talk about a pivot, the pivots in life, but, you know, mainly when it comes to our life path. Um, I mean, we pivot all the time in life when shit hits the fan. I mean, in relationships, you, you can't, you can't think of any more pivots than when you think of relationships, right? One day you, you, uh, you like this person or you want to be with this person the next minute. I mean, not, not cancers. When, once we fall in love, we fall in love for life. But if you're a normal human being and you're not a cancer, uh, you know, one, one day you want to be with this person and you're with them for three fucking years. And then the next day, three years later, you're like, wait a second, this isn't what I want. Pivot in careers. Like, you know, when it comes to, career pivots they're a little bit more um seemingly detrimental to life and we've been conditioned in life in society to pick one career uh when you're as young as eight like what do you want to be when you grow up is like one of those questions you know oh i asked my nieces they're not even seven what do you want to be as if they should know. And I'm 32 and I just figured it out like last week. Right. I've been pivoting my entire schooling career and now I'm nearing the end of not just the end of my semester, but I'm nearing the end of my my bachelorette baccalaureate baccalaureate. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm nearing the end of my bachelor's and I can see like literally the last two semesters and I can see exactly what they're going to look like. And like this time next year, I will be graduating with my bachelor's 
And it's surreal because I've always genuinely always dreamed of this moment. I'll be the first person um, on my dad's side of the family to graduate with a bachelor's degree. And, um, you know, very, very shortly after me is going to be my sister, Gianna. But, um, you know, not too many people in my life and my family have gotten their bachelor's degrees. Right. And it took me fucking years upon it did not just take me four years to get this degree and it didn't just take me four years to figure out what the hell I wanted to do and I pivoted and I stopped and I resumed and I wanted to talk about that because we're conditioned in life and this is the theme that I've been going through this week you know we're we're conditioned in life to have it, to have all the answers, right? To have all the answers really in general, like you need to know who you want to spend the rest of your life with, um, you know, by the time you're 25 and be married, you need to know what the fuck you want to do with your life by the time you're, you know, 22, or I don't know, by the time you're 18, you need to know what career field you want to go into. Most of the time, people just pick career fields that are going to pay them the most money the minute they graduate. And that was the pitfall that I fell down, which landed me in nursing school. Now, by no means am I saying that my pivots, um, that I regret my pivots or I regret my journey. My journey is obviously longer (laughs) than most people's journeys. And I recognize that, but I understand for myself why had to happen that way. Right. Um, I started out, you guys know, you know, like I always speak from experience and, you know, if anybody else wants to weigh in on this, of course, you know, I'm open to anybody speaking on this, this subject. I'm not out here talking about like anything that is out of the ordinary, but I think it's relatable and I think it's necessary to speak on it. Right. Um, the fuck i just lost my train of thought completely lost my train of thought jesus christ um we're expected as people to know what the fuck we want to do right when i started out on my journey my college journey um well first of all it started when i was 13 years old and i said i want to be an author and i want to write and whatever I want, I do, I want to write books. I want to write novels. And then that was my initial dream in life. Like, I don't think anybody knows that, but that was my initial dream in life was to write, um, to write books. And I think eventually I will write a book or two, um, down the road, like, you know, but I wanted to write novels, stories. And I, I did like, I have, a bunch, I have a drawer filled like that. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I have a drawer filled with notebooks. Um, cause you know, when I was 13, I didn't have a laptop or anything. So I wrote all my stories down by hand and, um, that was my initial dream. Right. So I went through that. I saw, you know, I think I saw how much, um, 
Stephen King made a year at the time. It was, I will never forget it. It was $54 million a year. And I was like, that's how much authors are making. I love to write. Writing has always been my first love. Like um, I only came into podcasting and video creation, obviously, you know, later in life um, before vlogging and YouTube and all of that, when I was just 13 years old, before any of that existed, there was a notebook and a pen. And I wrote everything down, every feeling I had, I wrote down in, in notebooks. It's everything is documented. Like I, I think one day, maybe I'll make a vlog of me, like right. Reading some embarrassing fucking poems or something like that. If that's something y'all want to hear on this podcast, by all means, I will embarrass the fuck out of myself. I don't care. But, um, that was my initial fire, you know, like writing and poetry was always my shit. That was my first love. And then that got snuffed out of me by school. Right. That got completely, that fire got completely snuffed out of me by, um, society really, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't school. Education is important. It was just society as a whole and people in general. And the more I heard like, well, you know, not, not all authors, make that much money and not all authors are successful. And then you start Googling and asking questions and you're like, Oh fuck, I need to be, I need to get a, 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 I need to become somebody that makes money. You know, like that was my mindset. That's the mindset we're taught to really, we're taught to, to fuck our dreams off and our passions and go for the money. If our dreams don't align with money, right? If there's no clear path to making money as an author, which there isn't, you know, um, famous authors and authors who write books and bestsellers, they really are few and far between um, in the grand scheme of things, right? So if that's the case, we're taught to veer away from that. You know, if, you're, if your first love was art, let's say, and, 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 and painting, you're taught to like, okay, fine. You want to do art, then be, then teach it, you know, don't create art and think that the art that you create is going to be successful. You can't go into it like that. Like you're taught that. So essentially when we put those ideas into impressionable adolescents like myself and everybody else who was once an adolescent in life, um, what we essentially do without even realizing we're doing it is we snuff out the fire. <laughs> we take that, that we take that spark and we snuff it out. And so that was snuffed out. And I was like, okay, well, I'll always write, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'll always write. Writing will always be a thing for me. It's just not going to be uh, what I pursue. So I entered into college. I entered into. Sorry, could you say that again? Bitch, I wasn't. I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to you. (laughs) It's my watch. Um, So I entered into college, then not knowing what the fuck I wanted to do, um, or where I was going, and I just, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking get my prerequisites done. And then hopefully by then I'll have an idea of what I want to do with the rest of my life. And this was at 18, 19 years old. 
And naturally at that point, unfortunately, um, at that point, not to say my parents didn't give a fuck, but I didn't have that guidance because school, I didn't come from parents or a family that went to school, you know, it was like, okay, fine. If you don't want to go to school, then you got to work and get money and make money somehow. You have to make money somehow. It's all, all about the almighty dollar. Right. Um, and that, again, that's nothing against my parents or the people that surrounded me. It's just what society really instills in you. So um, I left I left college after I think one and a half semesters, I left college and uh, got a full-time job and um, loved the money that I was making. You know, I was 19, 20 years old and I was like, Ooh, this is great. Like I'm a grown up now. I just bought myself a brand new car and this and that. And it was wonderful. And, um, I learned a lot of things. I met a lot of nice people and stuff like that, but I, I still always knew like eventually I'd revisit school, you know, um, eventually, because I knew that where I was, I was, I think I was working at a bank and I was like, nah, this isn't, this is a means to an end. This isn't what I see myself doing for the rest of my life, you know? And so when I was, let's say 22, 23, I still didn't go. I still, I don't think I was still back in school and I left the bank. Actually, I got fired from the bank because I actually, I, I think I was like 22. I don't remember. But um, <laughs> I did some shady shit <laughs> at the bank. Um, I didn't steal anybody's money or anything like that. But at the bank, there was a lot of pressure to uh, sell credit cards. And um, I needed to make, I think, one more credit card application in order to meet like my, my points for that fucking month or my sales points. And I didn't have them. And it wasn't like I was going to be fired or anything like that, but I wanted to look good. And so my aunt, my father's sister had an account at that bank. And um, I put in an application for her and like applied for a credit card in her name and then texted her. And I was like, hey, by the way, uh, aunt so-and-so, just so you know, you got approved for this credit card. Like I needed to make my sales point. Like at the time, now at 32 years old, looking back, I'm like, you should never fucking do that. You should never apply for a credit card for somebody else and then tell them, hey, by the way, you were approved for this credit card. Like you don't have to use it or anything, but like good for you. You know, I did that and I didn't realize how detrimental that was. And I wasn't being shady about it. Like my my manager knew what happened. Um. And obviously you're not supposed to do that. I was a kid. And so they fired me because they're like, they're like, listen, we understand what you were trying to do. We understand you weren't like trying to steal money or anything like that, but you can't, you, you broke a huge rule. So they fired me. So that's that story. Um, And so I got fired. And then literally a week later, 
because I had already been applying to other places. I hated working at the bank. I was applying to like the local gas and electric company, the utility company out here. And so literally a week later, I got, I got the call from the utility company to come in for an interview and I got a new job. So I lucked out and I went and I started working for this really great utility company, a union job with a pension and everything like that, right? That was when I entered back into school. It wasn't until I was working at this utility company for, I think it was a year that I was like, you know what? I think it's time. It's time for me to, to get back into school. So I got back into school and I still had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. But again, deep down, I knew I didn't want to be where I was like working at the utility company is a great gig. I made a lot of fucking money when I was there. I had all the benefits. I had everything, the bells and whistles, like anybody on the outside on paper would say like, you're set for life. And people always said it like you're set for life. Just stay there. Like, you know, you can always whatever. I wasn't passionate about it. I didn't love it. I didn't feel like I was making an impact in life. And so I was miserable, not to mention the culture was bad. The morale was bad, whatever. So I left. Um, Long story short, after like five years of working for the company, um, maybe four years, whatever, whatever it was, I left. And I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. I didn't have anything lined up. I was like, but I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to somehow make it work. Uh, and worst comes to worst, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it the fuck out. One thing about me in life is like, I will always figure it out no matter what. Um, I'll always figure something out, but I've been on this journey for a very long time. And that is the, uh, main idea of what I'm trying to say. So I left that that job, um, scared, not knowing what the fuck I was going to do. Um, lucky, lucky that, uh, I had parents who, well, a mother who was like, you know what, who believed in me enough to like support me through it and is still to this day supporting me through it. And then um, I started on YouTube and I was like, listen, I've always wanted to do like, I've always loved video creation from the time that I was able to get my hands on a camcorder, you know, like when I was a kid, um, well, a teenager, when I was like 14, I got my first camcorder and I would make videos. I still have the videos and like, you know, they were my, my form of like vlogging, you know, I've always loved that. And so I made it a pact. I made a pact to myself to just create on YouTube or whatever. At the time it was music. That was my focus. Um, And y'all can see at this point, the pivots and the changes. It goes from writing to music, to video creation, to vlogging, back to music. And so I, I started creating. Um, I've gotten very lucky, by the way. I started creating on YouTube around 2017, 2018, 2018. And um, within a week of creating videos, I I started 
really getting traction on the videos that I was making and um, eventually built that channel up to 50,000 subscribers. Um, I was doing like reaction videos and I loved it. I loved it. I, I didn't think that I'd get traction on my videos that quick, but I did. And um, I love doing it. I built a community and I was like, holy shit, like this, this is what I want to do. And so I doubled down on that and I made an album and like, a, you know, music album. And um, I started writing for, I started writing songs for people overseas. I was submitting my, my original songs to um, um, music blogs in hopes that somebody would hear one of my songs, like it, and then want to work with me or just in hopes of like marketing my music as well to get my name out there. And uh, some guy, the owner of one of the blogs, it was an EDM vlog, uh, blog, he reached out to me and he was like, hey, I want to put you in contact with this EDM producer. He loves your voice. Um, he has this mix he wants you to sing. He already wrote it. He just needs your voice. And I was like, dope, whatever, you know. And so I was singing for I was giving my voice to all of these producers overseas. Not for nothing, you know. Um, just for the exposure and, and, and everything like that. I don't think I ever told anybody like any of y'all this story. So, um, there's a point to this, I promise, but I got, you, you guys know, I got to give the context. So, um, for some reason, these EDM producers loved my voice and I did this one mix for this dude. And um, it like kind of blew up on SoundCloud. It got like 100,000 plays in like a day. And um, from there, all of these other fucking producers reached out to me and they were like, yo, we want your voice. Like we want you to write and, and record for this song. I have this mix, I have that mix. And I was just writing with one guy from fucking Finland and one guy from Ukraine and one guy from Czechoslovakia, like all over Europe. These guys were just, these producers were just hitting me up. Like, Hey, I heard your music on, I heard your voice on this song. I need you on my track. And so I was getting traction with that and I was getting traction with YouTube and I was doing all of these things. And like, you know, one hand wasn't talking to the other, but the wheels were turning. And I was like, in this really, really fertile place of creation. And I was writing, I was writing, I think I wrote that year, I wrote 26 songs. Uh, I was trying to write 52 songs in the, in the year, a song a week, uh, but I got halfway. I wrote a song a week for six months and um, ended up writing 26 songs that I have yet to release like still to this day and that was years ago I don't think I'll ever release them but sometimes I listen back and I'm like god what the fuck were you thinking anyway um so I was doing all of that and I was making money doing it and um but it wasn't enough so in my head I was like you know what at this point, I was like in and out of school, right? I was going to school, taking off a semester, going to school. Like I wasn't taking it any, I wasn't taking it seriously at all. Um, 
And I don't remember, to be honest, the point where I was like, I'm going to go to nursing school. I think it, I think it honestly had to do with like my heartbreak, you know, like me and my ex had split and I had seen that my ex left me for a cop. And, um, I was feeling really, really down on myself. Cause I'm like, what have you accomplished? You know, like you're, you're creating and everything like that, but like, you don't have enough money with all of the things that you're creating to, uh, to go buy yourself a fucking condo or a house, like, like her new girl, you know, like you need something, you need something, uh, sustainable, you know, you're, you're a nobody. Like this, these were the thoughts that went through my head that convinced me that I needed to pick a profession that was, um, going to make me money. Right. Um, and I'm not blaming anything on anybody or, or anything like that. I'm just saying that was my thought process. Um, it was almost like to prove to other people. I was internalizing my, my own, like, hate, like my own trauma, you know what I mean? Like whatever I was going through or had gone through in the past, instead of, I'm not the type of person to like dish it to other people. I, I, I turn it in toward myself and beat myself up. That's just what I fucking do. It's what I've always done. Um, I still do it to this day, you know? So, uh, I remember when I was still with my ex, I was in school and um, I was steady in school. I was going to school full-time while working at the utility company full-time. And uh, I remember saying to myself then and saying to her, like, yeah, I want to do psychology. I want to, I want to, um, I want to help people. I want to do mental health, something with mental health, like either a counselor, a school counselor, a psychologist, whatever. Um, and that was like my plan. But then everything kind of shook up and I pivoted again, you know. And um, so fast forward now to this heartbreak and, and where I'm at in life and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, what have you what have you, what do you have to show for all the things that you've created? And at that point in my head, it was nothing, you know, now I look back and I'm like, you were doing all of these things you were creating. You, I had, um, I had planned a, um, album release party and a hundred people came and I wasn't on TikTok at that point. I wasn't like famous or well-known on Instagram, you know what I mean? But a hundred people, I I'd band together a hundred fucking people that I knew that knew me from this thing and that thing or whatever, from Facebook, whatever. A hundred people came to this event to watch me launch my album. And I actually, you know, made a little bit of money from it, whatever. So like, yeah, could I buy a house off of the money? No, but I was, a I, I did accomplish. Now I look back and I'm like, I was in this very creative place and, um, I will never, ever fucking take that for granted ever, um, ever again, I should say. So anyway, so now I'm in this place of heartbreak and I'm like, well, you need to do something legit with your life. And so I went on Google and I'm looking up like psychology degrees and, oh, what can you do with a bachelor's in psychology? And it was basically like mm, nothing. You can't really do anything with a bachelor's in psychology. You kind of need to get a master's if you want to be a, a counselor or whatever. Right. 
And so I'm like, well, that's not good enough. This is going to take too fucking long. Like, what am I going to do? I want to make money. I want to make money right away. So I jumped into nursing school without even a thought. I was like, okay, fine. I'll become a nurse. Like settled again. Like, you know, just settled for what I didn't want to do. But again, what society, what looked good, what looked best to society? Because the minute I got accepted into nursing school, I was everybody's favorite. You know, like uh, I gave everybody had a reason to uh, to brag about me, you know, to to their to their family members or friends like my my parents, my parents could finally brag about what I was doing in life because I had something tangible to show them like that they could show to other people. And I know it's not about that, but it always ends up being about that. Right. And now I realize I don't give a fuck if anybody looks at me sideways about the shit that I'm doing or the routes that I'm taking or the pivots that I've made. I don't care anymore. My main concern, and this should be your main concern in life, is doing whatever the fuck it is, wakes you up in the morning and gets your feet on the floor every morning, period. What what opens your eyes in the morning should literally be what you pursue in life. And there is no rhyme or reason. There's no way around that. And there should be no way around that. And you should literally and 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 figuratively eat, sleep, and shit that and do whatever the fuck it is you have to do in order to make that happen. Let me just say that. So anyway. So I go into nursing school and like brainwash myself into believing that this is truly what I want to do. And I get accepted into one of the best nursing programs. Um, Honestly, I would say Malloy College, which is the college that I was going to for nursing, is probably one of the best college, the best nursing colleges. I want to say in the nation. But in New York, most definitely, it is the best, one of the best programs to like, it is very high. It's like a prestigious program to be in, right? Very hard to get in as a transfer student, but I did it because my grades were and are impeccable. Um, and so I got in and I was like, I'm going, that's it. I'm going to pursue it. And I pursued it and I did really well in it. I got a, had a 4.0 GPA in nursing school. And, um, and then the pandemic hit and y'all know the rest of the story if you've been following me, but if you don't know the rest of the story, um, long story short, the pandemic hit, everything shut down and, um, TikTok happened and I started growing on TikTok and um, I started sitting down with my followers every week, bored in TikTok, you know, bored in quarantine. And I would just talk to y'all and answer people's questions and give life advice. And everybody was like, you should be a therapist. And even then it didn't fucking hit me like what I should be doing in life. Right. Um, And I was like, yeah, you know, I've thought about it. And then I just would kind of shrug it off and like continue on talking. And I would do that every week, sometimes three times a week because I was fucking bored and 
you know, we were bored in the house and in the house bored. Everybody knows 2020 was a weird year. <laughs> um, and everybody was like, you should make a podcast. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. I did have one back when I was in that like really creative place in my life when I was on YouTube and vlogging and like creating music. I had a podcast that was called the What the World Needs podcast, which was um, named after a song that I had written. Uh, but it just, I don't know, I didn't have the viewership. I didn't have the drive to continue doing it. Uh, so it kind of just fell, fell to the wayside. So fast forward to 2020 and I'm sitting with everybody and they're telling me like, if you had a, a podcast, I'd actually listen. And I was like, ding light bulb. Okay. Let me try that. And so I did. And here I am and here I've been. And even with this, I've stopped, I've gone, I stopped, I've gone, I've stopped, I've gone. Clearly I have some commitment issues and, uh, we're working through that. <laughs> I have self-sabotage is issues and we're working through that. Um, so <sighs> now, now we are where we are right now. Um, I mean, in the interim, y'all know I took a semester off from nursing school to pivot once more, change my major to new media and communications. Um, I just felt like that would be a better fit for me. I did that. I made that executive decision. Um, that's what my bachelor's is going to be in, right? Um, in the interim, I have gotten my life coaching certification. Um, I just got it like two months ago. So y'all know, like, that was definitely another thing I wanted to do. And I figured what I could do is I could take what I've learned, the skills that I've learned from getting my bachelor's in new media and communications, um, all of the, the, um, strategy skills, all of the creation skills, like learning how to use Photoshop and learning how to use Adobe InDesign and all of, all of that, right. The creation tools plus marketing tools, learning the marketing aspect, plus being a life coach and helping people and doing what I do with this podcast, which is like, try to add some, some sort of insight to people's lives. I figured I could take those two, mush them together and create something great. Right. Um, but that still felt off to me. Uh, there was something, there was some, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't even know what it was. And it's so funny because like, I think back to conversations that I've had with, um, people that were important to me in my life. And like these people literally were like, you should, what are you doing? You should do this, you know, and like, you should be a therapist or whatever, do something with mental health counseling. And I'd always just shrug that off for some reason. So now I'm looking at the last, the last two semesters of my college career and I'm looking I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's been a very long tunnel with many twists and turns and um 
I can actually see myself graduating and I can actually like talk about it. And, um, you know, in a year from now, I will be a month out from graduating. I have 13 months left in school. Uh, less than 13, obviously, because, you know, the summer, I, I really have like, what, eight months left. Um, eight working months, I, I should say, right. But regardless, that's neither here nor there. Now I, uh, I've really been doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of like, reflection. And I've I don't know why I never realized it. I think there's a reason why I never realized it for myself until like recently. I think I always knew uh, what I wanted to do in life, but I, I guess I just never really focused on it. I don't know. I always distracted myself, but I do know I want to get my master's and what I'm now trying to do is get it, you know, get into the master's program um, at the college that I go to uh, for to, to become a licensed mental health counselor. And um, that's my end game. And that's always, I, I kind of want to cry right now thinking about it because like, that's always been my end game. I am, I'm getting emotional. Holy shit. Why am I getting emotional? Jesus Christ. Um, I always knew that that was what I wanted to do. Like life coaching is what I want to do and helping people and this, the marketing stuff and the social media stuff is just, it's, it's, it's not, um, I haven't learned it and gotten my degree in it for nothing. It's not for nothing because it is going to help me. Cause I do still want to obviously I want to take the skills that I've learned and I will be learning and I want to, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And the only, and the best way that I know how to do that is through social media and connecting with everybody. So, um, damn, that hurt my ears. So it's not like getting my degree in, um, new media is like, a waste or hasn't been a waste. I've gotten, I've taken a lot from it. Um, and to be honest, working certain, uh, internships, I re also realize what, what I want to do with the knowledge that I have. Right. So it's one thing to, for me, it's one thing to get your, to get your, um, degree in like social media marketing and new media and like all of that, which is what I'm doing. Right. It's another thing to have that degree and then take knowledge about a subject that is very important to me. And you, and if you're watching this to all of you, which is mental health and counseling and, and all of that. Right. And then take that knowledge and, and propel it to the interwebs and to the spaces that I'm already taking up on, on the internet, right? And give people the best advice and the best, um, the best, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
po- the best possible experience, right? Um, I always knew I wanted to get my master's. I always knew that was where I was going to go. Like, um, I knew at the very least that the, um, the least amount of schooling that I would get would be a master's degree. I didn't know when, I didn't know what it would be in. Um, I looked at, you know, I've been doing a lot of research and I've looked at like marketing, like MBAs, getting my MBA in, um, in marketing, getting my, getting a master's of science in marketing and social media and all of that. And, um, when I really, really ask myself if I will be emotionally fulfilled doing marketing for the rest of my life. I think anybody who knows me and anybody who knows my heart (laughs) knows that that's not something that's going to make me happy for the rest of my life. Right. Like my bachelor's degree is solely for myself. It's for me to understand branding. It's for me to understand how to market myself online or, you know, how to um, create content. But, but, the content I want to create is a, is, is around mental health. And, and that's what this entire podcast has been about. It's the whole reason why I became a life coach. It's the whole reason why I'm here. Uh, so this is probably, this is the first time I'm really speaking on this, like publicly, you know, um, I am right now I have, like I said, I have one year left until I have my bachelor's degree and I'm now starting to talk to admissions counselors about what I need to do to get into a program to become a licensed mental health um, counselor. And, you know, and then hope, I don't know, open up my own practice, continue doing this. um, Probably all of it. That's probably it. But I talk about all of this to say that I needed to pivot. I needed to go through everything that I went through. I needed to, I needed that heartbreak. I needed to lose everything. I needed to figure it out on my own. And yes, it has been the long game like when I say the longest fucking game like my mother makes jokes now she's like she's like great like your master's is great but like when are you gonna get a full-time job like like you know and I laugh because yeah again I've been making ends meet especially since TikTok and brand deals and all of that but obviously I can't move out on my own yet you know and so it's been so fucking delayed that now I feel like I'm nearing the end of like the first chapter and the first chapter was very fucking long or the first book I should say. And the first book was very long, um, that it's exciting, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and it's, it's an emotional thing even now, you know, like next year, this time when I'm grabbing my diploma and, uh, and I have a bachelor's degree and I can go out there and like really do something, make something of myself. Not that I haven't done that. I don't know. It's just, um, 
it's surreal to think about at this point. But again, going back to the pivots, I look at my journey and my journey is still not over. My journey is just beginning, really. Right. And to be honest, I'm in the preparation stages of my journey. It hasn't even begun yet. Um, this is the beginning. Like I haven't even launched my coaching program yet. You know what I mean? So this is the very beginning and, and I'm so hopeful for everything. Um, but when I look at, when I look at the journey up to this point, uh, I've, I've had, it's like twists and turns galore. I understand every twist and I understand every turn and I understand every pivot and nothing was really a setback because I learned so much in the process. And so I tell this story and I say all of this uh, long winded shit. Hopefully you're still with me to say that really everything in life requires pivots. Everything in life requires you to um, take it as it comes, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen. I'm looking out a year and I see myself graduating in a year. And then after that, entering into a master's program and getting my uh, my master's in mental health counseling. I see all of that, but I am still in the understanding that at any point that could change because that's just how life is. And that goes for relationships. That goes for career. We, we tend to not want to think about that when it comes to career changes right like you have to pick one fucking career and stick with it for the rest of your life that's what you're expected to do and that's not realistic because as you mature as you grow older your interests changed your passions change and shouldn't you go for those things you know despite what everybody else says or thinks you should do i know whatever job i get after my bachelor's is going to be the means to my end. I'm under that understanding. Like I'm with that because my end is becoming a licensed mental health counselor, right? And, and having my own practice and being a therapist um, because literally right now, that's what I am anyway to all of my friends and family members and some of y'all even, you know, like that's what I am and that's what I do anyway. Uh, so I might as well make a career out of it because it's what I love to do. And it's, it is like the crux of my entire heart. It's who I am as a person. And to circle back around to the exact thing that I knew years ago I should be doing, but literally decided against it and fought against it every step of the way for whatever reason to now circle back around to it and have it really be this path that is actually illuminated now in front of me. It's, it's um, surreal, really. Uh, 
I mean, again, we'll see, we'll see where the road takes me. Cause apparently my road has been, <laughs> has been very windy and twisty and turny, but I understand why it all had to happen. Everything like every single thing, heartbreaks, losing friends, gaining friends, losing friends again, losing my grandmother, uh, losing this thing, losing, having to put, like, I understand why every single thing had to happen. And so if you're in a situation where there have been a lot of pivots, you've had to pivot a lot for whatever reason, good or bad, you've pivoted a lot, just know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Uh, and that just trust the road, trust that the, the road will bring you to exactly where you need to be. Um, it'll bring the people into your life that you need to meet. It'll bring the opportunities into your life that you need to have. And um, that's life, man. So this isn't about me. I know I, I, I know I give my story for background and context, right? Um, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is pivot, <laughs> pivot when you need to pivot when you want to pivot when you feel necessary and don't be afraid to, to do so in life ever. That's it. Um, that's all I wanted to say. The secret word, if you've listened up to this point, is horcrux. You can spell that any way you want. Horcrux is the uh, is the secret word. Let me know in the comments of either the podcast, wherever you're listening. Let me know. Comment it there on YouTube. Message me. DM me on Instagram. Um, yeah, DM me on Instagram. And, uh, and let me know you listen to this all the way through. I appreciate y'all very much. And I genuinely appreciate your patience, your support and everything in between. Um, I love y'all very much. And I'm thankful you guys are on this ride with me. I'll see y'all next week. Peace out, everybody.